Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 34. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is singer-songwriter LT. She's a multi-award winning musician from Queensland, Australia, and has recently released her new single, Hold Ya. In today's episode, we talk about the reception of the new single, anxiety when performing, and the imbalance of Australian music on radio. Here we go. Our guest today is a singer-songwriter who was recently placed as a semi-finalist in the International Songwriting Competition and has previously played with acts such as Bernard Fanning. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, LT. Hello. Hello. How are you going today? I'm going really well, actually. It's a good, been a good week. That's good. Uh, musically or just professionally or just, just a good week? <laughs> just a good week, I think, where everything feels balanced, you know, like it, all the little parts of my life, This it's never that way. There's always something that's not, <laughs> not right. But um, this week seems to be everything's going pretty smoothly so that's a nice feeling that's always good those weeks are um those weeks are, the, are good weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> the new single hold you is out now um and has come hot uh, hot on the heels i would say um for most for most artists of uh your most recent record which was only uh out last year what is hold you about so Holger was written in the middle of the pandemic, well, the, st- the start of it really, when everyone was being forced into lockdown. And I think during that time it made me realise, and I think everyone really realised, how much pressure that puts on relationships and the strain that it puts on them, whether that whether they be romantic or otherwise. And some of the personal experiences I were going through was just, you know, large strain on on my relationship and with the changes that you had to go through with losing jobs and um, extra pressures being put on the other person and kids and all that type of thing, it was something that we've never experienced before. So the song kind of came out unexpectedly and it was about being in a relationship where the two people love each other dearly um, but it's they're struggling, and so the both of them, even though they are struggling, they both really still want to stick it out and stay stay there. So that's kind of what it's about. Is even though the lyrics are about, you know, um, I guess the pressure of a relationship, it's filled with hope, and it you know it was a good result in the end. So. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's quite normal for a relationship to go through ups and downs like that. But if you both want to stick it out, then it's worthwhile sticking around. Of course. Excuse me, I 100% agree with that. Did you find yourself during COVID, as, as you mentioned, kind of everyone's locked down, everyone's kind of pushed inside for a little bit. Uh, did you find yourself immediately picking up the guitar or piano or instrument of choice um, when finding yourself at that time? Or did you, we've spoken to some people, some people found that they immediately were able to be creative and some people found it very difficult to kind of force that to come. Yeah, I think I'm the latter. I, my life was about to get really, really busy with touring and touring isn't something that I necessarily, um, I love performing live, but touring can be really quite anxiety-inducing and I do struggle from anxiety. So life was about to get quite crazy for me. So when it happened and I was forced to take a break and do other things because I couldn't tour, I really enjoyed that and I really enjoyed just doing mundane things around the house and gardening and cleaning rooms out and all that kind of stuff. So I found it quite hard to have the motivation to be creative and start writing a bunch of songs, especially since I just put out a record that I was about to tour. <laughs> yeah. My head wasn't in that space. So I, it, I didn't use that time to write and write and write like lots of other people I know did, but definitely some things came out like Holger because um, – they just, they just do. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that we can expect possibly um, some more music or even another record before the end of 2021? Yes, um, there is. Sorry, my cat has just walked into the room. <laughs> That's okay. uh, there is more music to come out. Um, so I did spend a little bit of that time being creative. And then I think always with me when I start writing, it flows and just other things come out. So the plan is is to release much more music as the year goes on, but just kind of trying to gauge what's happening with live shows and where things are at there before making any solid concrete plans. That's very fair. I think that's a smart choice. <laughs> as you just said, the, the song Holger came from quite a, like a personal place for yourself in, in like a situation. When you are sitting down to write music, do you find that, um, you'll kind of have like an idea or a catalyst for a song first and then work the music around that or does a melody kind of come first and then you'll do it the other yeah, way? Melody always with me. I'll, I'll pick up the guitar and um, have a little melody line. I don't sing words. I just make kind of mouth sounds and then when something sticks that I really like, I'll try and find words to kind of fit into the way that my my mouth is shaped, whether it's like O's or R's, or, and then the words get shaped around that and it becomes a song about something, but generally lyrics are last for me and my probably my weak point is my, my lyricism. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen a, I think it was a quote by Zan Rowe who said that you are very good at, um, oh, I'm forgetting the exact quote, but it was in terms of fitting words around melodies and, and like in the in how you kind of shape them. So I think, yeah, obviously you do know your strengths and other people can recognise that as well, which is a good thing. Yeah, I, I know that the little quote that you mean, is that I love Zan Rose. So, yeah, something about the way I, I my mouth sounds vowels or something like that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you said that uh, 
little bit of anxiety with shows. And I know that you have some coming up soon in terms of, uh, I think you've got a few support slots uh, this weekend. And then there's the Sunshine Sounds Festival at the start of May. For yourself, how do you, and we'll get to those shows in a second, how do you um, deal with that anxiety of, of performing? Because sometimes you can be the best singer, best guitarist, but sometimes that anxiety can, uh, speaking from experience, yeah, it, it, it is uh, sometimes difficult to grapple with. How do you prepare or how do you kind of deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's the problem about anxiety is it often makes no sense at all and, um yeah, I find, you know, I get anxiety in lots of different situations, but I think in, in terms of performance, the more rehearsed and prepared I am, the much better I feel so that if I do start getting a bit of a panic attack or um, some, some, my head starts kind of spinning and I can't get out of it, I know that I'm able to kind of at least go on autopilot and get through whatever it is and then come out the other side. But if I'm going into something unrehearsed and unprepared and un- being prepared isn't necessarily the – I'll have my – I give a lot of thought to my set lists and um, the order of that and whether I'm picking up this guitar or that guitar, you know, like a little, a little bit over the top. But at least I know this kind of like less room for error and just make sure that I I pack days in advance. I start packing my stuff and making lots of lists, which – I've been told isn't the best thing to do because then you just keep adding to your list and you make a bigger <laughs> list and then you're anxious about the fact that you've got all these things to do. But it does help me feel like, okay, I'm prepared and whatever happens from here is just bad luck and that makes me feel a little bit better. I 100% agree with that. I think I'm of the same um, school of thought. I'd rather have a bag with 20 items and I use one of them than yeah. need <laughs> the other 19 and not have them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Holger was recently picked by Rolling Stone Australia as a song you need to know. What was it like, uh, I guess, getting that email or or that notification that that they've picked um, your song as as this? Because it's a big big publication, Rolling Stone. What was that kind of feeling like? Oh, it was amazing. I've grown up reading Rolling Stone articles and both online and in print. So to, to, for them to want to. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
support that music video and the song was like a big pinch me moment and it was so exciting to when I got the call to say that they wanted it to happen and um, really, really great as well because the two women that that made the film clip, they put in so much work. They went above and beyond and they worked so many hours to just get it right. And so for something like Rolling Stone to come about, it made me feel really good that they are both getting the exposure that they deserve as well for their work. So, yeah, it was a, a definitely a career highlight, Rolling Stone. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely one for the, um, the resume, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell us more about the video? I know that it is set at a roller rink, um, but, yeah, you're able to just to give us a little bit more information on the video? Yeah, so Chelsea Johnson, who whose idea it was to have it at the Cairns Roller Skating Rink, um, it, she she went and visited the location and inside it's just full 80s aesthetics. They haven't, you know, made many changes, which is great because <laughs> my memories of skating are from the 80s and she just had this idea of connect lots filming lots of people skating but moments of connection amongst two people. And I put a call out on Facebook and got tons of replies, which I didn't think I would. And the general vibe on the night was walking around and hearing just lots of laughter and lots of people reminiscing about their skating stories from when they were kids and other stories for when they were a little bit older. And um, it was just a really, really beautiful evening for everybody. So, yeah, I think the Cairns Roller Skating Rink really worked and there were a few stacks at the end of the night when everyone was getting a little (laughs) bit tired. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was great, you know, the community coming together and all having a bit of fun. It was, yeah, so grateful for that. That's nice. I feel like the, um, and I know that you've already, uh, given the, the inspiration for the song. I felt that there was maybe like a second or third layer of it where it is like about support and almost community in that way. And so I thought the, the video complemented the, the song very well. Yeah, they did an amazing job, Chelsea and Annie, who did the animation as well. So, yeah, very talented crew. (laughs) Uh, The song is also nominated at next month's Queensland Music Awards, which I believe you're nominated in the Blues and Roots category, but have also been a uh, – look, you've won a few times before. You're a three-time winner. Um, What are you feeling your chances are like uh, this time around? Uh, to be honest, uh, probably a little slim, I think, but just in saying that is because I have I have walked away with winning a, a couple of times before. So, um, but it's never it's never about that anyway, and it's it's just going down to the QMAs because I'm up in Cairns. It's a really great opportunity I find to be able to see your peers and connect with other people that you wouldn't have the opportunity to otherwise. And the general feeling in the room is just, it just feels like a big work Christmas party, end of year party, you know, and everyone gets to listen to music and celebrate music, you know, celebrate Queensland music. So I'm, I'm really excited to go and, you know, whatever happens, happens, but it's just, it's an honour to be chosen amongst the other talented artists that are, are up for the same award. It, um, I, when having a look and um, seeing, I guess, who else was, was nominated this year, 
there was some bands that I realized were from Queensland, but I didn't, uh, there was, I was surprised at some as well, just the pure talent that is coming out of Queensland at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. There's a lot of talent in Queensland. There's a lot of talent in Australia. You know, the Australian music scene's insane. It's just, you just don't hear it on the radio as much as you should. Which is very much agreed with. Um, we were talking about this previously with another artist as well in terms of um, whether we should still be meeting those quotas for Australian music and having more, I, f- I feel like the smaller, more independent stations or the more uh, country stations are playing more local, but whether these bigger radio stations should be, st- yeah, meeting their quota of, of Australian music. Yes, absolutely, and that's a whole other conversation. But it's not—it's—it's not—it's not good enough. What's happening? I think um, in terms of commercial radio, uh, you know, other countries around the world, it, it's the quota is much much larger, and some radio stations around the world, it's really really hard to get played on unless you are from that area. So, you know, it comes back to as as an emerging artist. You know, if you're a teenager writing songs and you're you're, you're looking up to and aspiring to other um, mid-level or emerging musicians, you can't be what you can't see. And if you're listening to radio all the time and it's not achievable because it's, you know, Kylie Minogue, which is amazing, she's amazing, but, you know, she's, she's big time. There, there needs to be more balance in some emerging grassroots acts that are being showcased and yeah I don't know why it's not happening because it's out there it's it's really you know there's a lot of talent in this country and then with that with the support if that support's offered it's you know it's paves a pathway for a career for an Australian musician instead of it being so damn hard all the time (laughs) definitely yeah (laughs) I feel that um while Triple J does uh, like um, a substantial amount of work in terms of getting Australian music heard, there's mm. only so much music that could be put through Triple J or that can um, yeah. apply to Triple J listeners. It, it's very, uh, while they're, again, so not attacking them, but it is like a, the scope of genres, I guess, um, is yeah. limited with that, whereas we could be doing it with a lot more Australian artists as well. Exactly, exactly, you know. I mean, you look at there's radio in, in the UK and it plays so many different genres of music, so many, and people love it. People love hearing different types of music, you know. And as you said, you know, like no nothing against Triple J, but they can only do so much. They're only, you know, they only have a certain amount of hours in the day and that you can only play a certain amount of artists. So if there needs to be more stations like triple j um and and it's you know luckily in this country we, we you know we've got community radio which is amazing support for indie artists but it would be good if we had some of the bigger hitters really um pulling their weight on that as well definitely definitely um the other thing that i wanted to ask you today lt we usually um chat to I guess about what they're currently listening to is there any uh, album or, or any kind of music in the last few months that has caught your attention that you've, you've got on repeat um no and not so much 
any brand new artists that I have stumbled across, but I am still listening to a lot of Jack River, who I, I discovered a, a two, three years ago and love. I've always got on my record player my Neil Young Decade album, <laughs> which I love and it, I play it all the time. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, but there, there is there's an artist, a Queensland artist that I met through the Carol Lloyd Awards a number of years ago and her artist's name is Morton and she's from the Morton Bay Shire and her actual name is Georgia Potter. And she's doing some incredible stuff. We've, we've become friends since then, but I've loved following her journey. So I've been listening to a lot of her stuff lately. She's doing big things um, overseas because she, her sound is, is is a different sound. It's out of the box. It's not necessarily something that would be supported all the time by commercial radio, but she seems to be doing really, really well in the UK. Um, real soundscape dreamy type of stuff. So... Yeah, can't get enough of Morton at the moment. So if anyone's listening, go check her out. I can definitely make sure we um, include uh, her artist details in the show notes as well for the podcast. How often do you find yourself at, um, because I guess there's so many avenues these days, there is the radio, there's Spotify, there's algorithms out the wazoo to (laughs) to suggest new music. Um, How often, yeah, as you said that you found her at an event, at a festival, how often do you find yourself listening at festivals to to other artists and kind of being able to soak up and find new bands that you like? All the time when I go to festivals. That's that's my favourite thing about going to festivals is discovering new bands, you know. It always happens. There's generally a band that you'll hear that you're seeing or you're not paying attention to but you hear it off in the distance and you're like, oh, God, who's that, you know. Um it's my favourite thing. So I am looking forward to this festival I've got coming up in New Monday in a couple of weeks and getting to hear some acts that I haven't heard before but finally get to hear some acts that I've heard of but not ever seen. Uh, yeah, that, I think I discover music a lot more that way at festivals than listening to radio and things like that. Yeah, I think that's very fair. <laughs> As you mentioned, you're, you are playing the, um, the Sunshine Sounds Festival at the start of May and um, I'll make sure that we include those details in the show notes for anyone who wants to go along. LT, thank you very much for your time today. I, I, uh, I do appreciate it. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you very much. It's been lovely having a chat with you and um, hope to see you again soon. And that's our show. Thank you again to LT. Her latest single, Hold Your, is out now. We've included links in the show notes to the single and to Sunshine Sounds Festival as well if you'd like to go along. We also want to give a quick shout out to Emily at On The Map PR for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes where we'll be able to listen to all of our guests' picks. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.